So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the real estate marketing dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Folks, what we're going to chat about today is we're going to get right in down and dirty with lead generation, uh, specifically digital, online, social media, Google, TikTok, Facebook, lead generation. Um, we're going to go through basically the ins and outs of it. Um, we have a guest today that this is what he does. I'm going to dissect his funnel live right now um, with you guys and sort of show you behind the uh, scenes of what really goes on, but here's the overall message I want you to get. I just met him 20 minutes ago, so fucking I have no idea what he's going to talk about, but I'm almost positive we're going to agree on this. Nobody converts on the first damn touch. You're not going to get her in bed the first time you see her. You're going to need to build a relationship online, build trust, build authority, and over time, you might get lucky. So what I'm getting at today is that this is not a one-touch thing, and there's a reason why some teams do very, very well at lead generation. It's because they have everything cranking on all cylinders. And these one-stop shop people, it's very hard to compete against that in the marketplace because you don't have your autoresponder set. You don't have retargeting set up. You don't have this video going to this video, an email, a text message. Like, There's a lot of shit going on. So we're going to break that down and the confusion of it and very simplify it today. But the reason why this is titled this way is because you don't get married on a first date and you're not going to convert the first time you touch somebody. It's going to be a series of multitude. Now, if you do, congratulations. We all get lucky once in a while, but um, it's nothing that we hang our head on or count on each and every night we go out. You hear what I'm saying? All right. So without further ado, we're going to go out and introduce our guest. This guy's a fucking Colombian. You guys might not know this, but I am a Colombian, 50%. I always claim my Mexican side, but I'm actually all Latino, 50-50, Colombian and Mexican, and I actually finally met one of the other other Colombians that I've met in a long time in this space, especially in the real estate end. So I'm excited to have you here. Yeah. Without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest, Mr. Cody May. What's up, dude? Uh, man, uh, really excited. I love that intro. Uh, you know, I, we definitely share that same ethos to uh, to business, to lead generation and marketing. And uh, just super excited to jam with you today. You know what? People used to always tell me, Mike, you're a white Mexican. And now I know why. It's because it comes from my Colombian side. And Cody is as white as I am, guys, but we're both Latinos. So it's funny that I'm, I see you. I'm actually thing. not. I, I, I got to set this record straight. I'm actually not Latino at all. Really? I, 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 thought, you were, I, thought, you were, I thought you were Colombian. No, no, I'm from like, I'm from, I'm Canadian. Uh, we have, I have an Italian. I, yeah, yeah, I have, <laughs> I have Italian. I have Italian and, uh, I have Italian in me and I have a little bit of English, but I'm not Colombian. I've just spent the last uh, uh, almost a year now traveling through Latin America. My entire team is Latin American um, and uh, just fell in love with Latin America. Awesome. Well, most Colombians are very light skinned. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Anyways, let's get into today's show. Uh, Cody, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about who you are, your background um, before yeah. I start uh, grilling you here. I will give you the high-level Sparkdowns version of what's uh, how I got here today. I uh, spent 10 years in telecom uh, managing sales teams and uh, just with a passion to help people. Um, and I transitioned out of uh, telecom sales management uh, probably in 2018 now, so about five years ago. Uh, started my agency. Originally, the agency was called Studio PTBO. We worked with pretty much any 
lead gen based business. And about a year and a half, two years ago, we kind of shifted gears and uh, went all in on helping real estate agents and teams uh, really build their funnel, fill their funnel, nurture their leads for life and book more in-person meetings, more phone appointments, more live transfers. Um, our team is spread out all across North America, all across the world, really. We're in Latin America. Uh, we service the US and the Canadian market, uh, really helping them do that. Um, I have a business partner in the company. His name is uh, uh, Sharon Servata. He joined me about a year about a year ago now. Uh, and uh, Sharon's yeah, your just, business partner, motherfucker. There you go, Sharon Sravata. Uh, yeah, really good friend of mine. Uh, you know, office partner now, and uh, we've taken a lot of his IP and kind of repackaged it, put it into our system, and just on a mission to help more and more and more real estate agents do really cool things. So I yep, see Sharon all the uh, time, my guy. Uh, uh, okay, Sharon quite a bit. Um, there's a when he until he went to real and then everything sort of changed out a little bit. And that's another story yeah. in itself. However, let's keep going on this show. Uh, anyways, uh, so I want to know what the hell, how does this thing work? Okay. Yeah. Um, you guys obviously have a system in place and let's just sort of start from the beginning of what you really need to really run a digital marketing funnel, right? <laughs> let's just get down to the, the nitty gritty. Let's get it. And, it. um, like, what do I need to have going first? So I want to take this through. What do I need to have going on? And then we'll sort of dissect each one so everyone could sort of follow very easily uh, through audio here. Yeah. Like, what do you I need to have? have? A, if you need, like, for me, I have a fundamental belief that all conversion happens in conversation. And yes. so like, it's like your, your funnel needs to create conversations. And how do you do that? Like, there's so many different ways to create digital marketing funnels. Um I think that a lot of people that are starting out, if like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna wager to guesstimate that a lot of people do, probably don't have a Ryan Serhan or a Mike Sherrard brand, uh, so they're or a Sharon Servatza brand, so they're going to need to get really creative with an offer. Um, I have a fundamental belief that no amount of marketing can fix a shitty offer. Like it's just it's not gonna happen. Like so, setting yourself apart. Like there are different ways you do that. So you you know having an irresistible offer will get people to take action. Where the the risk of somebody moving forward and giving you their information will outweigh like the the benefit rather will outweigh the risk of moving forward. So the first focus is like really dialing in a who you want to reach, like your messaging. Uh, be your targeting, like, you know, what are the demographics, the psychographics of the actual end consumer, and then putting an irresistible offer in front of them that makes it a no brainer for them to essentially click that button, give you their information. And, uh, and a lot of people struggle with that because they're like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click the boost the post button on Facebook, or I'm going to, I just want to get my listing in front of as many people as possible. But it's like the currency really comes into how many conversations can you create? Like, if if it's if it's text conversations, I need I need phone numbers. If it's if it's messenger, I need I need to get people to message me in in messenger to have those conversations. Where you know, and Sharon talks about this all the time around like you know all of the money is made in the DMs, especially on social. So if you really want to create longevity in your business, there's one two things that needs to happen. Either a you need to get them into the into the DMs and you need to have a conversation there. Or B, you need to get them into a CRM and you need to call them or text them. So that's really kind of like the start of the funnel. Obviously, there's key elements towards doing that, but an irresistible offer and a form and a form capture is, in my opinion, the best place to start. So let's stop right there. Um, folks, you guys are a fucking commodity. I mean, you guys are all offering the exact same thing. 99% of you, hey, I'm gonna list your house, put on the MLS and open a couple open houses. We're gonna do some photos and I might even do a video and we're just gonna wait and pray for a buyer to yeah. come. That's not what gets you hired. Like your your real estate license does not 
um, it, it legally gives you the right to collect money, but it's not the reason why people hire you. People hire you because of what the fuck you could do with it at the end of the day. Mm. And you're right on the irresistible offer. So if you guys have been following our show, uh, we launched a thing called Owner Advocate, which is just a multiple selling solution. So we have six different ways that a seller can sell their house. Cash offer, sale leaseback, bridge loan, fix and list program, regular listing, foreclosure, short sale. And then they could share, they could sell a portion of their house. Now, 90% of the people who come in through that funnel end up just listing. But it's because we have an offer that's different than everybody else. And when everybody... He's 100% right. If you're going to go out there and say, hey, I'm a real estate agent, I'm sorry, no one gives a crap. If you're going to go out there and say, hey, I'm a real estate agent, do something a little bit differently, here's what I'm doing, great. You might have a little bit of my attention, but if you, without an offer, just being a real estate agent, would you agree that if you're just a real estate agent, you're just go out there and just run ads and just be like, hey, look, I'm a, I'm a real estate agent. I've been here for 20 years. You're going to die and burn. Is that fair? Not only is it fair, um, not only is it fair, it's like I have conversations with, agents every day. My sales team has conversations with agents every day, like agents. Like I, like this market is, is really interesting because we are hundred percent in a skills-based market and that, that goes into sales and it goes into marketing. The interesting thing about the skills-based market is the amount of conversations I've had with people that said they did 15 transactions last year that haven't even sold a home yet this year is, is flabbergasting. Yeah. yeah I've seen it's, it quite it's a bit. crazy. It's crazy. The amount of conversations I'm having. I had a, a conversation with somebody who got into the business in 2009. We're now in 2023. They haven't sold a home yet this year. Like, like we're in Q2 and a large portion we're, of that. Comes we got down spoiled. To, we got lazy. We got spoiled. We got lazy. We didn't build our pipeline. We don't have, uh, we don't have now buyers and later buyers. We don't have now sellers and later sellers. And we're, you know, a lot of agents are struggling now. So yeah, like, you know, you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast around like the the first date conversation. It's like, I just like, I have a fundamental belief. Just take a meeting with everyone. Like if your calendar is not full with at least two to three meetings a day, meeting potential buyers and sellers, like you're just, you're not going to win in this market. Like it's just not, it's not possible. You got to be, dude, 10 to 15% of the people you guys converse with are moving in the next 12 months, but 100% of them have a referral for you. So if you're just always having conversations, you're just bound. And this is how an agent traditionally works a referral market, right? You're just sitting there, just be Johnny everywhere, right? Call and kiss babies and shake hands. Well, when you're doing it online, it's no differently, but you're just having conversations with strangers through things like automation and text bots, et cetera, et cetera. And it's the conversations that lead to the trust. Now, the other option is you could have a big mega brand, right? You could be the Josh Altman. And like, do you think Josh Altman has a listing presentation? Fuck no, he doesn't. He just shows up and he's so damn confident. He's got a television show. What he says goes, that's called a brand. Most real estate agents don't have the brand to go with it because you don't you're fucking not, create content. <laughs> You're and you don't Josh create content. Open. You guys got to create content. I've, I've done yeah. over 5,000 videos for real estate agents in the last few years. And I can tell you firsthand that most of them won't last more than six months doing it because they don't understand the power of building the brand long-term. And sometimes it takes six months to build that brand. Sharon's a good example. Sharon came out of fucking nowhere a few years ago, and now he's like a local celebrity in the real estate industry. But it's his content and how he pre and how he presents that people fall in love with. It's not the what. So a lot of people saying the same thing. It's how he does it that built his brand, right? So yeah. you guys, each and every one of you have an individual and that's like great. Like there's no reason you can't do the same thing, but it all starts by what we just started talking about. You have to have something you do differently. Like what the hell is the difference? I ask realtors this all the time. What's the difference between, especially when I get them on a branding call? Hey, what's the difference between you and every other agent? 99.9% .9 of the time, the question, the answer is, I'm going to take care of my clients I really look out for their best interests. And I'm like, no shit, fuck Sherlock. That's a 
fiduciary duty. That's what you have to do. And that's assumed. No one's going to hire you because they think you're going to dick them over. They hire you because they think you're going to help them. That's not a sales. That's not a USP. Um, all right, let's keep going. Reach targeting. Uh, I love the offer. What type of, can you give me a couple examples? What type of offer is sexy yeah, right now it. online? Yeah, right now uh, we we have a partnership with a company called Revive uh, on the seller yeah. side, where they essentially zero dollars down on all renovations. They do all the work, pay on closing, increase the value of your home. Where it's no longer like find out what your home is worth in the market. It's like an actual offer. Uh, I started working with a bunch of flooring companies in the beginning, and it was so easy to get the flooring company into the home mm-hmm. um, because they had offers. They had zero. They had credit offers. So it's like you know, leaning into the credit offers is really good because it's different than what everyone else is doing in the market. 100%. Um, and, and like a lot of people have that in their arsenal. Like I know KW and compass, they have it in their arsenal. They're just not horrible at marketing. Market. It. They're horrible, yeah, they're at, horrible marketing at marketing it. and tons of companies are just terrible at marketing their offers, uh, on the front end, but it's like the offer that really gets them on the buyer side, you know, like if you really want to sit down with people and you really want to have more conversations, there's one or two ways to do it. It's either, you know, advertise off market properties, get people to, uh, to, uh, you know, to come through. It's like, you know, get a list of off market properties and you put the list together. That's one way. Um, you know, people want exclusive offers. That's a, that's one way to get people through the funnel. Uh, the other option is like right now it's working really well on the buyer side is like your first month mortgage payment on us. I'm going to give you an example of, um, first month mortgage payment on us. We have a client who in his market wants to be really well known for, uh, as a philanthropist, like he is like, he has a philanthropy mindset. So when we were, when we were sitting down closing, does he give back a portion of percentage of every closing? Yep. So he he does first month mortgage payment on us. So we like we he gives back to the buyer, but the buyer has to the buyer has to donate a portion of the uh, of the buyer credit back to a charity of their choice. Boom, love it. So he's getting he's picking up philanthropist mindset people from the beginning of people who have the mindset of wanting to give back. But that is an example of a USP mixed with an irresistible offer. So it's just can't say no to him. He could charge that dude can charge seven percent compared to your five percent, and he's gonna get fucking hired because people have an emotional connection with him. And the one that's gonna hire him is somebody that um, had a personal situation with the exact charity that he's donating back to. It could be a death in the family, yeah. a sickness in the family or something like that. We have a lot of philanthropist clients, every single one of them crush. They're all doing a million plus. Yeah. And it's like, why? It's because you've created an emotional connection USP that no one can say no to. Exactly. exactly. Love it. It's, it makes a massive difference. And the conversations so, are amazing. But listen to what he's saying, guys. It's not even like the service you provide. It's the how it's the person behind it. It's your Why? Right, yeah. that people hand, that are hiring. So that's excellent. Um, you mentioned something else. The Revive is a national company. You guys, anyone could use Revive. But they're one of our vendors for our, our programs as well. And they offer a lot, but they do lead with a fix and list program on their website because they know that's the biggest uh, lead gen tool, right? If you could tell someone how to flip their own house, like, come on, you have my attention, um, right? It's a it's no-brainer. Just, it's like, a no-brainer. It's, it's a, like it's it. a no brainer. Like have it in your arsenal, use it as one of your tools to advertise, advertise it in the front end. And then it's just a matter of getting your ISA to call with that specific offer. Hey, you know, Tom, at one point in time, we saw that you requested some information around, you know, potentially doing $0 down on renovations. Uh, does that ring a bell? Mm-hmm. You know, and then the ISA is just going through the process of like qualifying them and sending them to you. So it's not like it, it the, the offer makes it so much easier for an inside sales agent or appointment setter to to have those conversations to send you live transfers and then you just take it over and use your own scripts and it's it's like 
um, it, it becomes a no brainer. It becomes super simple. It's not easy, but it's super simple once you implement it. I can verify all this. You guys we're, we're uh, closing, we're transferring probably about uh, three or four day and we're using this exact system to do so. So what he's saying is right on. Um, and anyone could do this. This isn't like anything like we created. We're just leveraging another company's USP and <laughs> working with them. Um, all right. So let's get into the actual ad side. Where are you running ads at? Like for this messaging. And let's talk about yeah. like the channels first. You mentioned yeah, TikTok. So uh, TikTok, let's go through. Facebook, Google, YouTube, um, Instagram, like all the, like kind of the five main social channels. And then kind of like our fundamental belief is like, like I said, like is all conversion happens in conversation. It's like, I, I need to get them off the platform into a phone call because yes. like, like if I can just get the, the agent in front of the person to have that conversation, um, we have a specific scripts that we know are working right now. Like, and you probably heard if you're, if you follow Sharon, you know, Sharon's like, uh, why don't we, so that game plan frame, it's literally like we get, we get the agent on the phone and it's like, you know, has anyone taken the time to talk to you about the top three things you need to consider in order to win in the market when you are ready to buy or sell the lead's going to say no. And you're going to say, why don't we, so that, why don't we sit down for a cup of coffee? And before the coffee gets cold, I'll walk you through the top three things you need to consider in order to make an informed, intelligent decision. when you are ready to buy that script is crushing it. But from an ads perspective, it's just, it's getting them off the platform on TikTok. Like we, we do a lot of video content. Um, so the video content we do is very customized where it's like, Hey, you know, like, uh, if you're considering selling your home, uh, we will cover all the renovations for you. Uh, and, uh, you know, you'll pay on closing. We'll help you flip your home. Yeah. So that Hi, my name is Tom from Seattle. Uh, you know, this is my real estate business. And then you throw in a case study to the video where it's like, kind of like my, my clients, Alex and, uh, Alex and, uh, and you know, Bethany, uh, they did this, they got this result. If you want more information, click or tap the learn more button below and we'll see you on the other side. And then the text message comes through. Hey, is this Alex? Question mark. Yeah. And they respond to that. And then you hit them back up with like, Hey, you know, so we saw that you got a request for this, this, and this, uh, do mornings, afternoons work better in order to chat with you really quickly about this. And sometimes they will answer. Sometimes they won't. We'll try to call them, try to live transfer them directly to you or book an appointment in the calendar. So what do you guys like uh, starting your ads on? Usually a lot of people like, you know, finding their, Potential. So I'm sure you're retargeting on all those platforms. But are you running? Are you acquiring traffic on all those platforms first? Are you trying? Are you using Facebook, for example, as your primary traffic generator, then following everyone around after that? It's a it's a mixture of everything. So like the strategy, depending on it depends on the the agent's ad budget. Number one, uh, you know, if it's a small agent and they're like, hey, we only have five, six, seven hundred dollar budget, you know, it's really hard to do retargeting with that type of budget. Uh, like you can do, it. it's not, you can't do it. It's just like, you know, like they, they generally don't have a top of funnel to begin with. So yeah. with the teams that we work with, that already have a lot of traffic. There's a lot of different ways that you can like kind of speaking to more of the, the seasoned teams now, like if you're a single agent, you should be filling your funnel. You should be getting as many names, email addresses as, as you can. So don't listen to this next thing. If you are, uh, if you're, if you're a single agent, you just need, you need more people in your database. Now, if you have a lot, a lot of people in your database, there's a bunch of different things you can do, like upload the list. Uh, like we have a direct integrate. We use a program called Go High Level. You're probably familiar with it. Yep. We have a direct integration to Facebook uh, yep. where whenever a, lead enter, whenever a lead enters the system, they automatically get added to a custom audience on Facebook. And then we retarget them with video testimonials. Uh, you know, that's, that's a, there's really six points we look for when we do Facebook retargeting. Number one is the customer list. 
Number two is all the ever, all the interaction that's happened on the Facebook page, all the interaction that's happened on the Instagram page, all the interaction that has, uh, potentially happened on the website. So website pixel traffic, um, and there's two other things that we we target uh, based on custom audiences. And we do the same thing with TikTok as well. You run custom audiences on TikTok. Um, and then, uh, you know, a lot of cold traffic, but like really the goal is to, uh, the other thing that we do as well is we have a partnership with an insurance agency uh, where we can get verified homeowner data. So uh, we would essentially buy that data, upload it to Facebook, and then run those ads to verified homeowners. Um, and that that definitely helps. But we also call those people too in yeah. order to try to you know cold call them. Uh, yep. But you know the the even if they they might say no to us on a call, but then they see our ad and they click through and then they go through the sequence again. So or vice, vice versa, versa. Like, they might yeah. see the ad and then they're like, oh yeah, hey, and then the caller comes in and like, hey, I'm from blank and blank. Like, oh, you know what? I just oh, saw yeah. saw that ad. But totally. you're you're hitting you're hitting it from all cylinders. Yeah. Do yeah, you circle prospecting you, all that stuff? Yeah. What do you prefer? Um, and so folks, what he's just listing out is um he's running an initial ad, and once somebody either clicks on that ad and hits a website or they view the ad, he's retargeting the view of consumption, or they engage or click or like it, then he's just following them everywhere. And it's not just like if you find if you find somebody on Facebook that sees your initial ad, then all of a sudden you start following them on TikTok, YouTube, they start seeing your display ads on Google and every you know publishing site that they're on. After mm -hmm. a while, and then your callers are calling them on top of it, after a while, they're like, who the fuck is this guy? Totally. You know what I mean? So, it's so interesting. The other day, I was having a conversation with one of our clients, uh, you know, and, and I helped shift their perspective around like uh, retargeting around conversations because they're like, oh, I got this live transfer lead, but the live transfer lead, uh, they said that their family member is an agent. I'm like, well, that's amazing. Yeah. Has anyone taken the time to walk you through the top three things that you need to consider in order to win in the market when you're ready to buy? You have this person in front of you that I guarantee you that their family member hasn't sat down with them and had no. a conversation with them about you know, the top three things, the interest rates, the inventory, and uh, in the buying process. So this is yeah. your opportunity to take that. Like you and I have heard this multiple times, like, and we've seen this in our local markets, like just cause like your brother down the street sells homes. It doesn't matter. Like it literally doesn't matter. Like they, yeah. the, the buyer is committed to whoever can get them the best deal. That's, we're seeing, we're seeing uh, just through offering options that um, yeah, I would say, I don't know the percentages, but my gut tells me 10 to 15% of people that we get on a call will say something along the lines of, well, yeah, I have a aunt or an uncle or a friend that's going to list it. However, so common. but yeah. when we say, Hey, but they don't have a lot of these options. Can they help you flip your own house? Can they help you do a bridge? Can they help you do this? And then they're like, well, I'd consider that. And it just, you know, we still know the fact that we're still getting our foot in the door. It just comes back to our first point here. It's all about offering. Totally. Right. offer and then and then it's your sales ability it's your sales skill to have the conversation like yeah Sharon's going really hard on like teaching our clients and teaching our the, the clients we advise on how to do a good listing presentation like when you walk in the door don't do the tour sit down with the client have a conversation with them create a game plan create a strategy and then do the tour makes sense to me um overall um your initial offering when you're running these ads, um, you're going straight video. Are you seeing video versus images work any differently? What's preferred? Uh, all the above. I know you get a lower click-through yeah. rate on the videos, but is it more qualified? What are you seeing? 
Great question. Um, it, it depends. It depends. It's market dependent. Number one, uh, obviously with TikTok, it, TikTok, it's all video with yeah, YouTube. Yeah. It's all video. Um, so it, it's, it's platform and, and market specific. So there's a lot of testing in the beginning to figure out like what, what's actually working, what's not working. So generally on Facebook or Instagram, we'll run dynamic creative and then we'll pull out the creatives that aren't performing. Um, you know, with TikTok, generally like, you know, it's $20 a day minimum budget. So like, you know, you're, you're running, like you can split those videos in the ad level, but we generally like to run ad, like in the beginning, we'll run, we'll split test the $20 a day in the ad set level to figure out like, is it, is it broad targeting that works? So there's a lot of like with these platforms now is like, let the AI figure out what, what the market is the market, a large, large portion of it. Like with video, like video is difficult because video is very dependent on the, how good you are on video and how the video is cut and edited. So like, you know, it's like, if I can't, capture the person's attention the first, you know, three seconds and get them, like, you are. You'll, you'll see the drop off rate. Like even like right now, like even the YouTube ad we're running, we're, you know, we, like we run, like I personally run ads against the top channels, like, because it's, it, you, if you're, if you're a marketer, you should be running ads against the top channels on YouTube. But like my drop off rate on my current video is super high. So it's like, okay, guys, we got to go back and we have to re-record this video. So we're constantly watching for that as well. Um, but, you know, ultimately we're watching for, you know, like depending, it depends on the client. Like generally they want to optimize for lead gen. So if they want to optimize for lead gen, cause they like the, their, their KPI is how many conversations can I have? So it's like, okay, we need to, we need to drive as many leads as we possibly can through the front end of the funnel so that we have the opportunity and the ISA has the opportunity to create those conversations. So, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's market dependent. It is also vi- vi- like, you know, how good you are on video um, we have really engaging people on video and they, their videos perform better than their images. So it just, and it also depends on the offer. So it's, it's testing, it's testing, figuring out what's working, what's not working, uh, coming back to the drawing board and not doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So, so what if you have somebody in a market, they're like, dude, 400 pounds, I have a face made for radio. Can I just use one of your videos? What's the importance of having the person and the brand or the team leader, or the person on the videos, as opposed to not, is there any importance to that in ads? And this is for any of you guys that are thinking like, Hey, I don't want to be on video. Like, do you have, do they have to be on video? Who needs so to be the person team, that's, that's featured. Yeah. If it's a team lead, assign a brand ambassador. We've done that before where it's like team leads. Like, I don't want to be on video. Okay. Find somebody on your team. who can be a brand ambassador for you. That's actually good on camera. Tons of flooring companies that worked in the past do that where they don't want to be on video. Uh, and they just assign one of their people that are that are energetic, charismatic on camera that can f- eloquently e- express the the brand proposition. So if you have a team, if you're a team lead, then um, assign somebody on your team. If you're a single agent, you're going to be in front. You're going to have to eventually get in front of the um, in front of the person. And it's like you're like, I love what. Sharon says, you know, he said this recently, like your, your level of, um, your ability to sell is your level of service. So it's like, you know, like, like I always like to try to help shift the perspective. If you're a single agent where it's like in the beginning, I would encourage you to get on camera because it like, you're eventually going to have to be face to face with that person. Cause you're the only one selling. Mm-hmm. So, and there's some people that like, we can, like, we can run images, but the, obviously like the brand is you. Like you yeah. are the brand. Like I, I can't, I, I can't express that enough where it's like, you are the brand. Like you're a real estate salesperson. Like it's salesperson is in your, 
Like you're a sales representative, like that it's in your title. Like you have to get over video, whether that is going to therapy, (laughs) you know, like, like, you know, really working on yourself to figure out like, how do I serve at a higher level? If you can shift the, it from like, I don't want to go on video because I'm not comfortable to me being on video allows me to help more people. Yeah. I mean, really, really what it comes down to. I saw you guys like get over it. Like you're going to have to, it's not really an option anymore. Um, Hmm. But if you if you don't run away from a listing appointment face to face, why the hell are you gonna run away with a video? It's just a six inch device, bro. It's really bro, all it is. I have I've chatted with people who don't want to do uh, who don't want to do in person meetings. So like I've seen it all. <laughs> yeah, you've seen it all. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, now, um, out of all of the what when we're doing retargeting videos, what are the most important to have? Testimonials? Do you have any video other type of just testimonials, anything else, you anything about process? Are you doing like case studies? Like any, what else we, uh, what else is yeah, working well for retargeting content? Video testimonials first and foremost, for sure. Um, you know, as far as from a retargeting, a retargeting perspective, yeah. Like just running as low as a dollar 41 a day, you on stage speaking at an event immediately puts you at a, into a form of credibility. If yep. you've been focused on, if you've been featured on your local news television, like that level of authority as well, where you, if you can rip that video and run it as a Facebook ad, uh, you know, that, that is another great way. Like anything that, that elevates your authority, there's a reason why, like, you know, these, these people who've been featured on HGTV or selling sunset that they built their authority where it's like, you know, it's that brand recognition that if I can just get in front of my database as much as I possibly can for a buck 41, like we, I do it. Like I have, a, I was spoke at a NARREP event and I've been running like $2 a day for the last like year. And people are like, I just want them to see my face consistently. That's all it is. Like, it's the yeah. easiest form of marketing in real estate. Yeah. You just farm your database with content. <laughs> and that'll, that'll create a referral-based business, but it's not lead gen. That's just the marketing side of it. Yeah, that's um, just the branding. That's hard. Yeah, and just- it, it, it's harder for people to quantify that and that's why they don't do it. Uh, but like once you get it and once you understand that like, oh, Sharon's brand is so big because of his content or, oh, uh, you know, Tom Ferry is so big because of his content, like- once you can I, get it, can I, can I quantify it. it right now for yeah. everybody? Yeah, I would love, I would love for you to quantify it. Here's how I, because I get that question all the time uh, with creating videos for people. When am I get my return on investment? How's it going to go? So let me just walk you guys through how important this is and why it's the largest return on investment you'll ever make. But you're, it's hard to quantify. So most people look at cost, right? And they're like, "Hey, I want to cost, cost, cost. What's it going to cost me?" So let's just break it down. You could put whatever number you want on this and it'll still pencil, but let's just for time's sake, put $1,000 a month towards your video content creation. Let's just say $1,000 a month got you content to keep you on shorts, short form, you got long form, but you're constantly creating and you're multi-purposing. Now, based upon just your own warm referral marketing, it's nothing to do with cold legion, what we're speaking about today, but just off your warm referral marketing, that would be $12,000 a year, right? $1,000 a month. Now, over that time, you're going to generate anywhere between 24 to 100 videos, depending on whether you're doing long form or short form. Fair? Fair. Now, it's all based upon views. So over the 12 months, if you took each of those videos, you video emailed them off to your database, you posted them on all your social profiles, you ran those videos as custom audiences just to your friends and family and your phone and your cell phone um, and past clients. You put all those videos on your YouTube channel. You put all those videos back on your website. 10 to 15% of your views are going to be moving this year, but 100% of them will have a referral for you. In most cases, out of all of that content you create over the course of a year, you have to, on average, sell how much you, it costs you 12 grand. 
So how much do you have to sell in real estate to make 12 grand? Usually it's about $600,000 in a closed sale. If you can't fucking sell one house over 12 months with over 25 to 100 different videos of content creation, you're in the wrong fucking business, friends. Mm -hmm. Done. You have, if you cannot, you could generate a half a referral in three months doing that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So when people say, oh, I can't create content, it always pencils. It's the largest ROI you'll ever see. And it's the only thing you'll ever control where it becomes what you can't quantify is the one video they saw eight months ago that people that got them to actually really know who the hell you are. Yeah. A hundred. I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you. And it's like, something has to click in the brain for people to understand that. And like that, you, you know, the way you quantify that is really good. Like, you know, from a numbers perspective, when you get it, you really get it. Like, like, and you're like, I can't, I could like, I can't ever go back from this. Like, it, like it doesn't like, you're hundred percent right. It's that well, one person that comes to you and says like, Hey, I remember, I, I look at this podcast. Yeah. I'm doing this since 2014. I've been slow lately. Like I haven't been, I've been sort of, sporadic on my show for the last month. I, I hate doing that. But dude, for the first seven years, I just fucking showed up every Saturday, never promoted it once. But if I didn't have a podcast, I could tell you right now, I don't have a business. Most people who schedule an appointment with us, they already feel like they know me before they come on board. They're already sold, you guys. And that's the point of a brand. And I'm doing it just through audio to a bunch of strangers I've never fucking met before across the United States. You guys only need to do this through the 800 Facebook friends you have. This is fucking easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm with you, man. With you. <laughs> That's it. Preach. Preach. You, you don't need a large audience. You just need an engaged one. It doesn't matter in real estate. You guys make five to 10 grand per ticket per client. It's a big, it's a low dollar. It's a high dollar ticket. It's not very hard to generate a very consistent business. But to scale, you do need to do like Legion and all the stuff that we're talking totally. about here today. Anyone could get a, can run. I, I believe anyone can make $150,000, $250,000 a year really easily just by doing what I just told you. Create content, put it in front of your database. That's it. But if you really want to scale and go larger, you have to do things like what we're talking about today um, for growth because uh, you just need to grow it. But um, this is awesome, dude. Um, any So beyond the conversations, we get the ads going, right? Yeah. Now... How are you taking them offline? Walk me through that. Yeah. So how do we take them offline? We, uh, you know, we generally run a lead form, like a lead capture form, um, you know, whether it be like a landing page or whether it be like a built-in lead form, uh, depending on the platform, take them off, throw them into a, uh, a drip sequence uh, and love on them until they tell us to fuck off. Like they really, it was like, you know. <laughs> so like really like love on them until they don't want to be loved on anymore. And we do I'll that tell you. through- we do that through deal of the week, like, and deal of the week is super simple. And Sharon's talked about this multiple times and anyone can take this email or database. If they do this, I, I guarantee you, if you just do this weekly, uh, you will extract deals from your database. It's like find a property, uh, that is, uh, that is a deal in the marketplace and say, Hey, this week's deal of the week is a condo. It's, uh, going to sell fast. Uh, you know, no links, like you want to force the reply, and you're going to, it's going to be very simple. You're going to say, um, you know, it's two bedrooms, two bathrooms. Uh, it's in a really great neighborhood. And one other thing about the property, the list price is 700,000. Uh, if you want more information about the property, just reply back to this email with, and, uh, let me know, or give me a call and I'll give you more details. And if you want to get added to our VIP list, send me a message back and then you're going to get responses like once like a no week. Links. Yeah. That's once yeah. a week. Um, it's interesting. You said, I remember back in 07, we were, we were crushing on 
I look at all the stuff in hindsight and think of all the mistakes I made when I was so mature back in when I was like 27 crushing it. And one of them was we had, it was similar to what you're saying here. And we were doing all short sales. I didn't realize at the time the power of building a buyer's list or any of this stuff, but I would have literally like 10 to 30 people contacting me a month because we were doing 20 to 30 short sales a month. And I had the best deals in the market. We'd cherry pick the ones we want. It was really easy. But because we controlled the inventory, yes, you're right. Uh, We just started putting those out on Facebook at that time. Now I'm thinking about it. And yeah, my agents, everyone wanted a deal of the week. It's like, hey, you don't buy in this market. You got to buy. I got the best deals. That branding and that positioning fucking did great, dude. Exclusivity. Like, you know, people want, like, whether they're a million dollar buyer, five million dollar buyer, three hundred thousand dollar buyer, everyone wants a deal. Yeah. You know, the, like, no one wants to overpay for something. So it's like it's the positioning, like getting them off the platform and then into deal of the week, you know, loving on them with market updates, like actually knowing your market, <laughs> go figure is a uh uh is it asset like like what are the what are the deals that were a contract if you buy a home for seven hundred thousand and you put twenty percent down what's the monthly mortgage payment yep. uh you know how many homes sold in the market you just send that weekly no one's sending that shit weekly like yeah. like they might do their monthly market update newsletter but they're not sending it weekly you quickly become the 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 resident expert where it's like I'm tracking this every single week here's the market update send it weekly commit to it there's fifty two emails a year um yep. just in market updates uh the third one is like just tell the story like like we get them off the platform and like tell a story about a client who's one and we do that on the front end and then we also do it on the back end as well like where it's like there's no greater proof than the proof that you're, you've created for your clients you know yep. we use this program with revive this client uh would listed their home at you know 1.7 it sold for 2.3 here's how we did it this is our three-step process if you want more information on how we can do this for your home send me an email back with the word word and i'll reach out with next step so it's like it's like get them off the platform because like our big thing is like i want to own as much data as i possibly can like as an as an agency like data is the like, there's a reason why these social media platforms do so well it's like they own the data yep. um you know it's like with insurance agents and uh that's what we have the partnership with the verified homeowner insurance agency companies like i want to know who the homeowners are um, you know, in the area. And that's why data is so powerful. So it's like, you know, like Russell Brunson, and because you're a marketing guy, you know, Russell, Russell, Russell has a saying, he says, there's traffic you own, there's traffic you can control and there's traffic you can't control. I want to own as much traffic because say, for example, my Facebook ad account gets shut down someday. I'm, I'm screwed. I'm, I, I'm personally not screwed, but you're screwed. If you built your entire business off of Facebook, my, all my database sits in my CRM. So it's like, we want to own as much data as we possibly can so that if Facebook ever shuts us down or TikTok shuts us down or TikTok gets banned by the US, it doesn't matter because I've siphoned the data from TikTok and I'm going to just bring them over to YouTube. So yeah, I mean, um, you're in data. I, I say that all the time. I'm like, you're in the data collection agency. All the content you could create in the world is just going to create conversations, but it's what you do with the yeah. conversations that is the biggest thing. And as long as you discipline and building that email list, you're going to be able to stay in front of them. People take for granted email, especially in real estate. You have to capture their email. You have to capture their email. And I always say you have to capture their direct mail too, because I'm farming them with direct mail. I'm staying in touch with them through physical mail. Like you have to, you're in the business of data collection. And um, if you're not viewing it that way, like what's the difference between them and us? I want as many real estate agent email addresses as possible because the more I have, the more shit I can sell. Yeah. It's no differently for you guys. We're just... We just have a different industry. Cody and I are marketers. You guys are realtors. Your audience is right and fucking in front of you. It's in your cell phone. It's on your Facebook feed. And 
ours is you guys, but everything we're sharing with you guys today is what we're um, like. This is a form of content that we're on right now to add value to your lives. Some of you guys are going to go click on Cody's website and then he's going to fucking retarget the shit out of you all over online until you call him up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you're going to see me on YouTube. You're going to see me on Facebook. I might pop on a TikTok for you. There's a there's a TikTok pixel on there. There's a Facebook pixel. There's Google. You're, yeah. there's every, you're gonna see me. So, but you have to start by adding value first. And all we're doing here is recording a 30 minute conversation that you guys are eavesdropping on at the end of the day. And some of you guys are gonna get value from it. Some of you guys might call me. Like that's just what content is. But content creates conversation. Conversations leads to trust. Trust leads to you getting fucking hired. And you get hired, you get paid. Yep. Um. All right, dude. Any other closing thoughts that you want to add in on this? No, this has been, this has been amazing. Like my only last thought would be like, you know, just the, the people that go and implement are like, you know, imperfect action is probably the biggest thing I would leave everyone with where it's like a lot, there's a lot here. And if you're listening back to the podcast, you're like, what do I do first? It's like, just try something like just imperfect action is kind of the big thing we've been saying to our clients where it's like, don't overthink things. You have to just do like, just do and, and, and figure shit out as you go. Uh, because when you do that, that that's when you put yourself into momentum and that's where confidence is created. So I would just say imperfect action, confidence, yeah. confidence, confidence, confidence loop, you know, believe in your ability to figure this shit out. So my, uh, take on today was one, um, define your offer. You can't just have a license. That doesn't work. Uh, you gotta do something sexy. So what's your unique selling proposition Two, um, define your creatives you're going to use for your ads. And then three, I can go out and do it. <laughs> that's it. Love it. Nothing starts without the creatives first and the offer guys. That's everything. You have to have the best food on the block. The restaurant with the best food always stays in business. The one with the hair in it. Well, that's another story. So we appreciate you guys listening to another episode of the real estate marketing podcast. Cody, why don't you go ahead and let them know one more time where they can reach you. Yeah. Sheridanstreet.io. It's S H E R I D A N S T dot I O. Uh, you can reach out to us there. If you want to reach out to us uh, directly, you can email uh, Cody at studioptbo.com. Cody, S-T-U-D-I-O-P-T-B-O.com. And uh, we'd love to have a conversation with you. So really appreciate it today. Appreciate you guys listening to another episode. Folks, if you like this thing about content creation, I want you to visit referralsuite.com, referralsuite.com. We show you how to create all your social content, script edit videos, social video email, direct mail. I mean, we put you on the map so people stop forgetting who the hell you are and more importantly, start sending you referrals. So if you have any additional questions, then I want you to visit referralsuite.com. And I also want you to check out our next content creator challenge. We show people how to create content. It's very simple. Follow the formula. And start creating and people, as long as they like you, they'll start hiring you. So that's really all of this is. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel here and the rest of our social channels. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Oh. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.